This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Rays Radio. Swing and a drive to right field. Back at a judge to the wall. Rays win! Rays win! Rays win! Welcome to Countdown to Opening Day. It's a tremendous catch for Kevin Kiermeyer. He took an extra base hit away from Rowdy Telez. A violent collision with the wall, and Kiermeyer fell backwards and held on. Coming up, we sit down with Rays players, coaches, and executives to discuss the latest news in Rays baseball. Waits on the first pitch, a breaking ball lifted in the air to left field. Back at it, Bradley to the wall. Swing and a high drive, deep in the air, left center field. Broxton heading back to the wall. Happy homecoming. Mike Zanino with a three-run homer. Now here's your host, Neil Solons. Good afternoon. Welcome to Charlotte Sports Park in Port Charlotte. We are counting down to opening day. In fact, today, the 8th of March, so we find ourselves now 18 days away. And this is the first cut-down day in spring training for the Rays. There really were no surprises Tampa Bay optioned five players. They reassigned two to minor league camp. The option players, Brent Honeywell, Kevin Padlow, who, of course, had not been able to play in games yet. Honeywell, obviously, coming back from two years of missed time due to a fracture in his throwing arm. Padlow had been down as well because he had some severe headaches that they now have more under control. And the others option, Vidal Brujan, Lucius Fox, and Ronaldo Hernandez, all of whom have made really good impressions during the court of course of this camp for the Rays, but this is the first year on the 40-man for all of them. Paul Campbell had a forearm strain and is now throwing bullpens, was reassigned to minor league camp, and Tristan Gray has been reassigned too, and that's the group that uh, has gone to minor league camp. Meanwhile, over on the backfields on a busy Sunday before a game even begins against the Pirates today, Charlie Morton already threw a simulated game and got up to 61 pitches and in four innings which is good for him, and we'll have our audio posted later on today at RaysRadio.mlblogs.com. In fact, the Rays have their first off day of the spring coming up on Tuesday, and even then they're going to work. Tyler Glasnow and Ryan Yarbrough will both throw in a simulated game opposite one another on that particular day. On the program today, we've got a couple interesting guests for you. One of them really is the heart and soul of this Rays team and the most tenured Ray, and that is Kevin Kiermeyer. And the guy who will join him is the one who organizes spring training and is Kevin Cash's right-hand man, and that's the bench coach of the Rays, Matt Cotrero. That's who we will hear from on the program today. By the way, Rays spring training will move under the lights for a rare night game. That's this coming Wednesday at 6.05. For tickets, go to racebaseball.com slash spring. 2020 Rays spring training presented by Visit Tampa Bay. Neil Solon's with you at Charlotte Sports Park in Port Charlotte, Florida. Getting you set for the Rays and the Pirates coming up. You'll hear from Kevin Kiermeyer. We'll continue getting you set for first pitch right after this on the Rays Baseball Network. Hey, next Sunday, the Rays will host the Orioles at Charlotte Sports Park. The first 500 fans, 14 and under, receive a Rays pillowcase set presented by GTE Financial. For tickets, go to racebaseball.com slash spring. 2020 Rays Spring Training presented 
by Visit Tampa Bay. I hope you move your clocks ahead because the Rays are getting set to take on the Pirates in less than a half hour. Neil Solon's with you in Port Charlotte for Countdown to Opening Day as the Rays take on Pittsburgh today. Certainly a big part of the Rays team all year, and he's in the lineup today as one Kevin Kiermeyer. And I had a chance to sit down with KK and ask him how he feels about this year's team to this point of the spring. Well, to be quite honest, I think this is the most talent of a group I've ever been a part of. And I said the same thing last year, and, and I meant that. And I, here I am today saying that with you, and I mean it. I mean, the, wow, some of the guys that we uh, we brought over, other guys that we had looked like they had a great offseason working on some things to make adjustments. And it's motivating. It's, it's a contagious feel. We all want to make each other better. We have all the keys all the keys for success, great recipe of talent, depth, uh, position players, pitchers, we have it all. And, you know, we just need to stay healthy, go out there and, and, and play to our potential. That's such an easy statement for me to say, but it, it, it's that easy. If we go out there and just put our talents on display for a full season with man one through 26, I mean, I just have never had been a part of a team that's as deep as this one, depending on what happens with our roster. But, you know, that's a great problem to have, figuring out where to put guys or who's going to be where, starting the big league, starting AAA. Depth is a great thing, and that's something we have. And this is a very exciting group to be a part of. We we get along great. And, uh, you know, little things like that go a long way for a team throughout the course of a season. That's why I'm excited to get this thing going and, and see what we're about. But as of right now, I think there's just a certain buzz in the clubhouse that everyone just feels like this could this could be our year, and we gotta go out there and and treat each and every game like it's ours. You know, we gotta come out there and, and win it, win as many ball games as possible. But uh, very exciting to think about. Offense, defense, pitching wise, where do you think this group is maybe most improved as you get to know the talent from a year ago and why? Boy, the the first thing our our pitching is it's nasty. I mean, I'm always going to give them the we we live off our pitching. These guys uh, make everything possible for us because they just starters one through five are bullpen just nasty. So we we need them to perform and then some to get where we want to be at the end of the season. You know, hopefully holding that that trophy up. But if these guys go out here and handle their business like I know they will. They're the backbone of this team, 100%. Position players-wise, not taking anything away from us. We just, You just have to be realistic with what you're talking about. Our pitchers are just dominant all across the board. Position player-wise, I think from a defensive standpoint, outfield defense got a lot better. You know, you lose a guy like Avisael Garcia and Tommy Pham. We're, we're figuring out how to um, you know, replace those guys and bringing in Manny Margot, Hunter Renfro, Yoshi has played great so far. Arasarena, great defender. You know, Margot and, and Renfro are, are the ones that stick out because how the defensive metrics loves them, rightfully so. It's going to be fun. I think that's the, the biggest improvement with our, I guess, defensive alignment where we have, once again, five five guys who can play any position for the most part um, out there. And that's uh, it's great to have those guys because that makes my job a lot easier in center field and you know, I, I just being around this group so far, we once again, we want to make each other better. Balls hit in the air. We want to catch it. And we always call it a no fly zone out there. And this year, more than ever, that might be, um, you know, a statement we bring up a lot because we have some guys who can go and get them, throw really well and limit base runners to, uh, you know, least amount of bases as possible. And that's that's the name of the game, preventing runs. And 
um, you know, taking away those extra base hits and whatnot, and we have the guys to do it. So, man, I could sit here and, and talk all day, hype up my teammates, just because, like I said, that's just how we are, and we don't play with any animosity whatsoever, and we all root for each other, and we're just trying to win ball games, and we're going to try to do that from, you know, the rest of spring, game one, all the way to game 162 and, and beyond that. But, uh, man, like I said, it's just it's a joy coming to the field each and every day and, and having um, – the personnel we do in the clubhouse staff, front office players, we, we have um, just a great core relationship amongst everyone, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. It really is. Personally, I know you made some changes in getting ready for the season. I think you got into spring training about the earliest I can remember as well. Yes. What are the changes a fan will see, and why do you think they will help you at the plate? You've obviously been so good in the field and, and had some really good moments offensively. Yeah. That's a, that's a very great point by you. For me, it's just battling consistency throughout my career. That's been the hardest thing, and you you hear me say that all the time. It's just so true. So, you know, did a ton of work this offseason on my offensive game, just kind of a, a slightly different bat path initial setup in my stance to try to keep my front hip um, a little bit more enclosed so I can use all fields better, and I've done that very well this spring so far. And you know, it's early on, but still trying to get a feel for the timing, pitch recognition, all that. You feel okay, and some guys uh, look very locked in right now, and I'm not quite there yet, but that's what spring's for. I'm always a, a slow starter, and all I can ask for is I, you know, the last two, three, two weeks of spring, that's when I really want to, you know, work at bats, see pitches, and, um, you know, get a feel for how everything's going to be with my approach come opening day. But in spring, it's weird because you fiddle with things and you make – adjustments and you want to see a lot of pitches you know you might get a couple runners on a really good count to hit and you might just take a pitch just because you want to see as many pitches as possible and get the most out of your at bats and put yourself in as many situations in spring that you're going to see in the regular season hitting with two strikes runners in scoring position first and third less than two outs you want to you want to get tested with those situations more times than not because uh you know once you get to regular season it becomes a much easier transition Say okay, I'm just going to keep doing what I did in spring and carry it over here. So, the fan, I don't, I don't think the average fan will be able to see much of a difference with what I'm doing, uh, as far as maybe stuff looking the same. But I, I promise you, it, it's different. You know, once I really get locked in, I think it's going to show. But definitely using all fields is a lot more of a priority for me. I, just my education level on the swing path, posterior chain, everything is has helped so much and, and I you know want to instill it in my game and, and show everyone that I worked my butt off this offseason because I know I can be a lot more consistent, a lot better on the offensive side. You know, I'm going to do my best to, to prove just that. I don't think I'm a slouch up there at the plate by any means, but like I said, a few, uh, throughout my career, it's just uh, some guys make the game look easier than others and me, it's always been a battle and that's what I love about this game is the uh, competition level and hitting that baseball is the hardest thing on the planet to do um, as, as far as sports go. So just sit here and try to, you know, make those slight little adjustments to find that consistency with the, you know, good approach and controlling the strike zone. And the more times I'm able to do that, you know, the results will come. Uh, I'm very excited to be out there again and, um, you know, have a big bounce back year you know, throughout the whole season. Had a great first half and terrible second half. And I want to just sustain consistency. You're going to hear me just keep saying it over and over. And if I do that, then, um, you know, I'm going to be able to help the team win more times than not. And leadership-wise, you've always taken a, a fairly significant role with 
Avi Garcia with Matt Duffy, some of the guys who moved on. Do you see enough leadership in that clubhouse that can get you through the tough times as a group? And, and yeah. where does it come from? Yeah, 100%. Uh, we all, we, you know, I, I've been a vocal guy a little bit, nothing too much. There's, there's a time and a place for it. And there's a lot of times where I'm going to say things that other people might be afraid to say. I don't care if I hurt anyone's feelings. It's all for the better. And, you know, when I mess up and someone tells me something, I don't, I don't sit here and get mad about it. It's just, hey, I, yeah, you're right. I, I know I messed up, and we uh, made your point. I get it. Something I already know, but at the same time, thanks for saying You know, we just being accountable, and we have other guys in the clubhouse who will do the same thing, but at the same time, we, we know what we need to do each and every day. Guys play the game hard. You know, as long as you play hard, good teammate, and just, uh, you know, root for everyone, no one's going to have a problem with you as far as, what we're doing we all we all fail in this game we don't play our best at times and as, as long as you can just ride that wave and be a good teammate through thick and thin no one's going to sit here and point a finger at you or you know use that against you we just want to stay even killed throughout the whole season because that just makes it a lot easier for each and every guy in the clubhouse to have those positive attitudes and we're always having each other's back whatnot so I'm not worried about the guys that we lost as far as the leadership role because our, our young guys know know what to do they know how to come to the field each each and every day and work and then we got the guys like Charlie Morton you know who do a great job of you know doing more things behind closed doors and, and talking to the pitchers or certain guys and you know there's times where you have to have those player meetings and hey we need to pick it up we need to figure it out because we're we're not playing to our potential stuff like that and hopefully you know that's few and far between but those conversations need to be had amongst the group at times just to kind of give everyone a refresher like saying hey let's let's get back to playing our, our type of baseball and you know let's start it right now so we have a lot of guys who can who can fill that void and step up and, and say what they want to say. But uh, like I said, there's a time and a place for everything. You try not to abuse that or just be someone who is talking just to talk. You want to, you know, we're all just trying to get the best out of each other. And sometimes we need to remind each other of that. And that's Kevin Kiermeyer, certainly one of the leaders for the Rays team this year and a big part of their run prevention. Uh, without question. Hey, the Rays invite all young fans to join the Free Rays Rookies Kids Club presented by Outback Steakhouse. Members receive great benefits, including exclusive giveaways, $2 kids tickets to select games, $2 snacks at every game, and more. Sign up at RaysBaseball.com slash RaysRookies and raise up. Neil Solon's with you. This is Countdown to Opening Day. Coming up, we'll hear from the bench coach of the Rays, Matt Cotrero, who also runs spring training. What are the keys he sees to a successful 2020? We'll find out when we come back on Countdown to Opening Day on the Rays Baseball Network. Reunite with your Rays at Tropicana Field March 26th for opening day. The 2020 season starts with an interleague matchup against the Pirates, the team the Rays meet today in spring training. For tickets, go to RaysBaseball.com. 2020 Rays Baseball presented by Baycare. Neil Solon's with you from Port Charlotte on Countdown to Opening Day. And Matt Cutrero is not only the Rays bench coach, but he... In essence, it helps run and organize spring training, and I ask Q how this camp has gone. For the most part, I've been happy with it. Um, I think the guys, on the, the from the players' standpoint, I mean, their effort's been tremendous. Um, they've paid attention to detail. They've done all the stuff we've asked, and we ask a lot of them. You know, we ask for them to be open-minded and try new things, and we go about some of our drills in different ways. Some of the stuff gets 
frustrating at times because the schedule doesn't work exactly how you want, but we're all used to adjusting on the fly. So overall, I think it's been very positive. Traditionally, you know, people see kind of a baseball campus the first 10 days or so are the fundamentals, the live batting practice, etc. How often do you guys work on fundamentals when you also have to balance guys have to play in games too? Well, we try to do it every home game for the most part, you know, with a couple exceptions where we'll have a, a late arrival or whatever after a night game or that trip to West Palm. But for the most part, we try to do a fundamental every home game, if not two. Sometimes we combine them to get a little more bang for our buck. Give us an idea. You said thinking differently or doing things differently. Obviously, I think fans are, are pretty accustomed to the fact that when you guys do infield drills, you do them, you know, you've kind of morphed that the last couple of years to make it more game speed. What other types of things have you incorporated into spring maybe that are new that you want to share? Um, you know, we've combined fundamentals like I talked about. In, instead of doing, you know, say 15 minutes of one thing where there's a line of pitchers waiting to go through a bunt play, we'll we'll combine bunt plays and first and third plays and make it a little more chaotic, a little more random. We've added the loud music during the fundamentals, the pop-ups and the cuts and relays to make the communication a little harder. It's not going to simulate a game exactly, but it changes things, and it also lightens it up a little bit. We do shorter bursts of time, higher energy, and just try to get the guys on and off. As you're balancing time on and off during the course of spring training, here we still have a few weeks until opening day. How do you balance getting guys ready versus also getting guys you want to see in certain areas and see how they respond? That part's not too difficult because we have a relatively small number of guys on the position player side. And, you know, at the beginning, the guys are playing every other day. So then it just becomes you get a chance to see the other guys who are backing up or get a start on, on a road trip where a veteran guy might not go. And then we just listen to them. I mean, we've tried something different this year a little bit where we play guys back to back days earlier in camp and then maybe give them two days off or play them six or seven innings early instead of just five, just to just to push them a little bit. Then we can back down, and then right before we break, just get them up to nine innings and a couple days in a row. So we've tried a couple different things, but most part is just communicate with the guys, know what they feel like they need, how their bodies are responding, and, and go individually. Our fans may not know how that works on a day-by-day basis. We know, you know, Kevin's communicating. Are you usually going to guys and asking them after certain situations how they feel, do you know, and, and how many at-bats they need to because you've got a lot of guys who are new in camp? Yeah, so we're, we have certain restrictions that we have to follow. Every, every game that's not a split squad, we have to have four of our quote-unquote regulars or representative players that Major League Baseball dictates to us who are allowed, who need to be in the game. Uh, Split squad, that number drops to three. Um, So we have to start from that. You know, you can't just play all nine young guys because that's not allowed by Major League Baseball or the owners. I'm, I'm not sure exactly who mandates that, but... Um, but yes, to answer your question, we communicate with the guys and say, "Hey, do you want another at bat? Do you feel good with where you're at right now? You know, you've run down four balls in the outfield, or your legs okay? You're playing two days in a row here. Let's be smart because the end goal is not to win the games in the spring; it's to be healthy when we get out of here." And at the same time, you're also trying to learn new players. You get Yoshi who's here. You've got Margot who's here. Jose Martinez and Renfro. Um, how important is it for you guys to get a real good feel and how much of a feel can you get in spring versus when the games are actually real? I think what we learn and the kind of feel we get is the person, not necessarily exactly how they're going to perform in the regular season. But 
through talking to them about what they've done in the past in spring training, how they feel about getting themselves ready, how many at-bats they feel are right for them, and then mapping it out week by week to see, okay, are we meeting that goal? Does he feel good? Does he still, does he still think that's the number, or do we need to get him more? And we, we go, you know, we can't control everything. You know, if we, if we really swing the bats one game, we get, four, we get extra at-bats. If if the pitching takes over, then it's harder to get the guys the at-bats. And at that point, we would start to do some other things like simulated games and, you know, like when Kyle's running the games for Charlie and those guys building up later in the spring, we have opportunities to get our guys looks at those guys as well. And in terms of the new guys, because we usually do have an influx of new guys based on uh, resources, etc., do you take sometimes ideas from players from other clubs and integrate them? Obviously, Rodney Linares, who's been on the coaching staff now two years, uses his rubber ball drill. It's helped a lot with some of the players on the infield side. Have you taken from either players or coaches as they've come in? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I came here in 18 and started to do the schedule, you know, Kevin gave me a framework for what he wanted, but a lot of it I was taking from what Brad Mills did in Cleveland and what I saw Jimmy Hoff do here in the minor leagues for a long time and what Tom Foley did at the schedule. So it's constantly borrowing and asking questions. And and then if players have ideas individually on what they want to do, drills that they like, for sure we would accommodate that. And if they have suggestions on how things can run better, then we're always open to listening to that. Obviously, after winning 96 games, getting to the postseason, there's a lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation for what's to come in a few weeks and the start of the regular season. What's your take on this group, and what are going to be the keys to being a playoff team again? Well, the the number one key that I'm sure everybody says is health. You know, I mean, we have a very talented team. We have an extremely dominant pitching staff, which keeps us in every game. So then it just becomes winning close games, and that's tough to do in the big leagues, especially in our division where the teams are really good. So, you know, the the group is great. They have a lot of energy. They play hard. You even see in spring training games, like we're trying to back guys off of how hard they're running down the line sometimes because we just want them to stay healthy. Um, and they're doing they're doing such a great job of playing the game the right way. And I think those are the kinds of things that build the camaraderie and the and the the fearlessness that our guys play with is that they do it all year. It just becomes second nature to them. And on the position player side, is this as deep a group as we've had since you've come aboard? It certainly seems like it. You know, I mean, and even some of the guys that are here on non-roster invites, I mean, they're very competitive. Kevin Smith, Chris Herman, you know, uh, Ryan Lamar, those guys, I mean, they, they, they can play. And hopefully – for them, they get an opportunity. Hopefully for us, we stay healthy and we don't have to use that depth. But we all know that that's how the season generally plays out. You're going to need your depth. Really good stuff from Matt Cuchero, the Rays bench coach, and a great perspective on what goes on during the course of spring training. Certainly appreciate his time and that of Kevin Kiermeyer on the program today. Also want to thank back in our network studios, Derek DuBose and on-site Jeremy Sneed and also Mark Hayes. Out on the backfields before the game today between the Rays and the Pirates, Charlie Morton, a former Pirate, threw four-plus innings and uh, threw over 60 pitches as he threw a simulated game, getting him further built up. 
for the start of the regular season on March the 26th, as we are now 18 days away. Our next program, by the way, will be next weekend. It'll be Hunter Renfro and Ozzie Timmons. Great chance to talk about the Rays' outfield and outfield depth overall as Ozzie works with the outfielders in addition to being the first base coach. Coming up, it's Dave and Andy with the play-by-play. Neil Solon saying thanks very much for joining us. You've been listening to Countdown to Opening Day, and this is the Rays Baseball Network.